G'day guys, Luke McElroy from Mets Performance Consulting. Welcome back to another episode of the Physiology Secrets Podcast. You've probably heard if you follow Triathlon that Ironman Port Macquarie was just announced that it's cancelled. Um, that's due to go. That was due to go ahead in a couple of weeks. And um, I actually know quite a lot of athletes personally that they already booked into Cairns Ironman as a backup in in anticipation of Port Mac being cancelled. I've got one athlete in particular who who is. Um, competing in the full distance, or was competing in the full distance Ironman for Port Mac, who's also got a uh, snagged a backup entry into to Cairns in anticipation of, of what actually occurred. So what I want to focus today's podcast topic about is um, talking about how we're going to manage this change. So it may only be four weeks, but it's probably one of two situations you're in, either A, it's actually a, a blessing in disguise and you weren't quite prepared for the full distance once and now you have four extra weeks to train. A lot of people will be in that boat. Or B, um, you know, you would have been getting prepared to peak in the next week or two and then move into a taper and be fresh for the race. Um, the athlete I'm talking about uh, that I coach is in the second category here. So he was ready to peak. We were due to peak at the end of next week. Um, it's been a, a good build, probably almost a flawless build in the sense that there's been no significant injuries, no time off due to illness um, or injury. Um, uh, everything's gone to plan, touch wood. Uh, everything's gone to plan so far. A couple of niggly injuries starting to occur as, as you get from doing very, very long Ironman builds. Um, but we, we would have preferred to have just done Port Mac as planned, as scheduled, because we're ready to go. But uh, I want to just quickly chat about what we're going to do in the next six weeks. Um, what changes from a training program perspective and you might be able to get some, some takeaways from that. So uh, essentially what we're trying to do is get back to where we are today in three weeks' time. Right, so that'll still give us an extra week of training, but we want to basically be exactly where we are today, but in three weeks' time. So we're going to try to do a maintenance phase. Uh, essentially what we're going to do is we're going to take uh, this Sunday coming as an active recovery day instead of the planned six-hour uh, session. And then next week's going to be essentially a, a deload. So not quite a taper where we do 50%, but uh, a deload where we're going to do, I like to do my deloads at about 30%. So we're going to drop off the, the training load by about 30%, always keeping the intensity the same, because if we drop intensity for even a week, week and a half, we're going to lose some of that fitness. Um, so the intensity will be the same, but we're going to drop off the minutes of training by, again, by about 30%. So if you're doing... Um, uh, you know, a 100-minute continuous session, then you're going to take off 30 minutes of that to drop that by 30%. Um, so what that looks like for this athlete, essentially we're doing short and sharp um, intensity stuff during the week due to having a, a busy lifestyle and, and being busy at work and then do all of our volume on the weekend. So instead of like a six-hour ride, for example, we're going to drop that to like four and a half. Uh, as an example, that's not the exact, but you get the, you get the picture. Still the same zone two intensity because that's the most specific for an Ironman and then the stuff during the week instead of doing 18 to 21 minutes of, of effort time at these really high intensity efforts we're going to keep it sort of 12 to 15 so just drop off the volume there so the intensity is still the same but the volume's dropped off by yeah in theory 20 to 30 percent um, but 30 percent for this athlete because I prefer to do that um, and, and the intensity is still the same so the goal of that is just to maintain fitness and in, in, in fact if anything, a few newly injuries, that, you know, get an extra rub down from the myotherapist, whatever it is, um, should come off the back of that even better than, than previous. 
And then when we get to the next week, I'm gonna to start to build up a little bit more. Still gonna be a 15 to 20% drop, not a 30%, but a 15 to 20. So still start to gradually build that volume up. So again, instead of 12 to 15 minutes of, of effort time, we might do something like 16 to, to 17. And the week after we get back to the normal 18 to 21. Um, same with the long stuff, we're doing a four and a half hour session, we might build that sort of five hours, 15, and then get back to six hours um, the week after. So essentially what I like to do with the last two weeks before a week and a half taper is, is try to get um, a, a weekend of expected race time in there. So for an Ironman, you know, we're going to do a 4K swim on the Friday, for example, and then we're going to do like a long ride, say a five and a half hour ride on the Saturday with maybe an hour off the bike and then do a three hour run on the Sunday. That's going to get us close to a full Ironman over the course of the weekend. That's the that's like the nice tester that I like to do for athletes to make sure that they're they're, they're ready to go. Right, you can practice your nutrition, your pacing, your hydration. You're getting a full Ironman in across the course of three days with limited recovery. So it's it's um, it's good in the sense that it gets you race prepared, uh, and it's not too. It's still far enough out that you can recover. It's still two, two, two and a half weeks out from, from the race, so you can still recover in time. Um, and because it's spread over three days, it's not totally exhausting like an Ironman would be. So that's essentially the plan. We're basically just trying to maintain for the next four weeks, get back to where we are now in three or four weeks' time. But rather than just doing nothing, and that's the worst thing to do is just doing nothing, or, or um, a lot of people might do... Uh, so you might drop it by 30% in the volume, but you might also drop the intensity and say instead of doing you know these efforts at 95% VO2 or 110% VO2, whatever, whatever percentage of threshold, whatever intensity metric you're using, you might actually drop off the intensity and that'll put you backwards. So we don't want to do, we still want to go long, not as long, we still want to go long to keep the, the race-specific training in there. Um, and we also want to go high intensity for the midweek stuff because that's going to keep the oxygen kinetics up and keep and just avoid the detraining effects from reducing the intensity. But we want to do it in a way, for this athlete in particular, that they can stay motivated to train, number one, because it is pretty hard doing six-hour sessions, and number two, being aware of some niggly injuries coming in, we want to make sure that we stay on top of them and don't stress it out too much. So it allows a bit of extra recovery. If on the flip side, you know, as I said, you might be... Might be, um, might be doing cans and going, yes, I've got an extra four weeks. This is fantastic because you weren't quite prepared. Then you can continue building as normal. But again, the key takeaway I want to give you guys today is that uh, number one, individuality is, is still important. Maybe you need to do more training. Maybe you need to do less and maintain whatever it is. It's up to you. Um, but if you're considering what doing what I'm thinking of doing or what I'm doing with my athlete, uh, by reducing the, the workload, make sure you keep the intensity the same because you don't want to lose that fitness. Um, hopefully that gave you some useful insight. Any questions, let me know. Speak to you on the next one. Hey podcast, Nick from Mets here. Hopefully you enjoyed another great episode of the Physiology Secrets podcast. If you want to keep up to date with any future episodes we produce, other content we create here, or just anything that's happening in the lab here in general, be sure to click the link below. Sign up to our weekly updates. We're going to receive some absolute gold in terms of what's happening in the lab, what are we seeing and observing, and also some of our old content as well that you might have missed to further understand the science behind endurance performance. So if you are interested, make sure you do click the link below, sign up for those weekly updates, and head over to our social media as well. Follow us along at Instagram at Mets Performance. Head over to Facebook. We have a great YouTube channel as well. Be sure to check out all of our great content that is already up there, but also some of the great stuff that is coming soon. Thanks again. Be sure to share the podcast. Hopefully you enjoyed another episode and we'll see you in the next one.